0: Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast Drop your trick-or-treat bag every week. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. <laughs>
1: oh. oh, dear. <laughs> today,
0: Blaze has been replaced with Eeyore.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, today, we're talking about 1979 or 1980. It, it depends. I think it got released wide in 1980. Uh, don't go in the house. Proto Slasher, don't go in the house. <sighs> uh, of course, we're going to have a video game we're going to talk about. which. I or like,
2: don't know. leave the house in my case.
0: Because <laughs> I don't like going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you work from home? Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine that, uh, that kind of corrupts your world vision after a while.
2: It really does. Like, you're, I, uh, It was like before I was, like, comfortable going out and fine, and then after working at home for a certain amount of time, you're just like, I cannot handle being around other human beings anymore. <laughs> like, it is it is not my thing to do.
0: That's understandable.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's the strange lurking of agoraphobia that just keeps growing and growing as you... You stay at home, and you're like, oh, I could.
0: I have everything I need right here. Like, <laughs> well, you aren't missing much. Yeah, I mean, not much going on. <laughs> you're probably missing out on most uh, frustration, so it's okay. But yeah, we're going to be talking about a video game as well later on, a folk tale, and everything else. So before all that.
2: All that other garbage.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before that. How about, uh, and other than your depression, <laughs> <laughs> how about, uh, what what else has been going on this week?
2: Um, actually, something interesting. Fucking, I was at Publix the other day, right? Boring. I'm yeah. <laughs> uh, I was there and, uh, grabbing Paige some food, and, uh, the sub guy was like, Hey, do you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah? He's like, a horror
1: movie podcast?
2: I'm like, yeah! And he was like, I thought I heard your voice before.
0: I was like, are you fucking shitting me? Like, he's the same guy that we brought up before. Is it? Is that it has to be. Is it a yeah. big dude? Yeah, he's like a heavier set guy. Yeah, really tall? Yeah, maybe.
1: Blonde hair? Right. No, no
0: that's, uh, this guy's not tall. There's the other guy that would always work at the substation of the Republic, so it would always ask about our podcast, and I asked you about that video game. you talk about that video game that he asked about at that time.
2: Oh, oh, uh, yeah, 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 the Fierce fa- to Fathom.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a different guy.
2: Yeah, different guy. Huh. I'm assuming that that guy told this guy, and that guy was like, hey, you're wearing a horror movie t-shirt. Is this the podcast guy? And it's like, yeah, I guess. Am <laughs> well, my fucking sandwich, please? <laughs> <just kidding>. well, <laughs> no, he was really nice. He was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: that's I was pretty a little
2: cool. cool asshole to him. I just, I said, okay, enough, enough chit chat, buddy. <laughs> like, you want an autograph? Here you go. See ya.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's never. <laughs> Let me see that mustard. (laughs) Mustard Here's the mustard sprayer's signature on the glass. Just says, fuck you. It's it's like,
2: oh, you have one person who's actually interested in your podcast, and you shit on them. Like, like, what a fucking idiot. He likes us.
0: (laughs) We're Publix famous now.
2: Yeah, two people at a local Publix. Know who we are. <laughs> well, this if you is guys it. are listening. This is thank, the big time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you guys for listening, though. Seriously. No, know, yeah, that's super uh, nice. uh, That's awesome. Uh, I, I don't know how you tolerate it, but.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you know, also, uh, those guys, the how much they talk, I'm sure pals in comparison to that other guy that works there.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's really nice, but it's like, dude, please stop. (laughs) I don't think he, I I think they, like, took him off the sub line, like, every time I go now, he's not working there.
0: Yeah, because he fucking holds the line up. Yeah, it's not like he's rude or anything, though, he's just fucking, like, it's like,
2: okay, man, like, (laughs) I'm glad you're having a good day.
0: Like, I don't even know what he's talking about half the time. i was just going rants. I'm just like, yeah, dude, whatever. Just like, Pride now with our listeners. They're like, these motherfuckers are talking about, what's a Publix? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they don't yeah, that's the Publix?
2: <laughs> well, the people who work at Publix know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You guys, they probably know who we're, who we're referring to. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but other than that, uh, well, what else has ha- been happening? Watch anything? Do anything?
1: Um,
2: I'm trying to think. I felt like I watched something. Well, I mean, Killing of Satan.
0: Yeah. Which is a pretty wild movie. Yeah, we were going to review a different movie originally, but I was like, oh, this movie's really weird. Let's do this one. And I got about halfway through it, and I was like, there's no fucking way we're going to make an interesting enough episode, I think. About it. It's an interesting movie, but there's going to be no one of those movies where just like, hey, what the fuck happened? I mean, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that's so pretty we, much the um, whole movie, though. Yeah, we decided against it, but it's weird.
2: It's, you got the Filipino Charles Bronson.
0: <laughs> you you have a mustachioed lead man that is basically like every mustachioed lead action here around that time, but it's like this weirdly Christian movie it came out in the 1980s. I think about nineteen eighty Like
2: Christian occultism.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they use you know, like uh,
2: Christian magic powers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this, this old, like, Christian mage gets, like, fucked up by this guy named the Prince of Magic. <laughs> That's the bad guy, the Prince Whose of Magic. Whose
2: master is Satan.
0: And he, and he spins a dude's head around, like, a thousand fucking times. But he's okay. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, I need a successor, go get this guy named Lando. Orlando's our mustachioed lead character who went to jail for killing a guy at some point, I guess. And he's like, alright, I go help. And then all this weird shit happens. This would literally be our conversation. We're doing
1: yeah, it pretty much. He's yeah.
0: <laughs> <Those> got <laughs> arm where shields. Where we go. <laughs>
2: like he has psychic arm shields, like.
0: Yeah, there's psychic arm shields. <laughs> uh, a lady gets, his wife gets punched in the face so hard it kills her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, it and then he revi- then he, yeah, he revives her because he has Jesus powers. And it's like this really, really weird Christian movie. Like there's like super Christian overtones, which I guess comes from Catholicism there in like South Asia. It's pretty big. Like around like Vietnam, Philippines, stuff like that. So.
2: Oh, that is actually reminding me of something else I watched this week. That is <laughs> fucking Jordan has been finding the most Fucking ridiculous Christian movies on earth, uh, and they are like, all of them. and they are so fucking intentionally racist. Like, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> there's this movie I'm trying to. I think it's called Assassination Thirty Three A.D. or B.C. Uh huh. Or A.D. I, I don't fucking care. Um. <laughs> And it's about this guy who's like the smartest dude on earth and he's like, Yeah, I'm like Einstein times twelve
1: or something.
2: And he's just like sucking his dick off the entire movie. But he has a religious girlfriend who's also a genius, and she's like, Well, maybe you should start thinking like maybe God had a part of this. It's like said no fucking real scientist ever (laughs) like
0: Have you, have you ever watched those, like, because there's actually, like, if you go on YouTube or, like, whatever, there's actually, like, a sect of scientists that are like, oh, well, I try to combine faith with scientific, find. like, yeah. and everyone's yeah. like, well, like,
2: you're fucking wrong.
0: <laughs> if That's yeah. not true. It's like I don't know if you can ride that line. I mean, I think you can have faith in a in something out there, but I don't know if you can be like a biblical. You cannot
2: be like a fucking geologist or a fucking paleontologist and be like the Earth's
0: two thousand years old. (laughs) It's like it it fucking ain't. (laughs) Like unless you're like the worst scientist ever, like you're just yeah. Unless
2: you're somebody nobody will ever take seriously because you're a fucking idiot. Um. So yeah, moving on. So this this guy is
0: my girlfriend.
2: Yeah, she's religious, but I'm super smart too, and I'm an atheist uh bad atheist boy. And then they find out that they've been working on a project, right, to take matter and transport it to other places. But the company they're working for is using it to create a time machine, and what the time machine is for. We find out that the owners of the company are Islamic, and they're getting them to design a time machine to go back in time and kill
0: Jesus. Whoa. Which is like... Oh, my God. They
1: they already fucking killed him.
0: Yeah, but it's weird. Like, what are they going to do, kill him earlier?
2: Yeah, they kill him earlier. Like, they're taking him to the cross, and then they shoot him.
1: Like... Do Do they really do that?
2: Yes, they really do that. And it's a guy, it's a guy who shoots him. The guy who shoots him is a Marine who like lost his family in a trucking accident, so now he blames
0: God, and he, he's like, he's like, if you're really Jesus, you can stop these bullets. <laughs> and he shoots him. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
2: And you just have to sit here and think like how much of the world is that fucking stupid? (laughs) And I would say about ninety percent of America is that
0: stupid. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'd be uh you'd be surprised. (laughs) Like,
2: it is just I just it makes me want to vomit. Watching this movie's like they're so bad, but they're so funny.
0: They probably love that movie also. Probably it's the best thing ever.
2: Oh yeah, totally they're like one. yeah, he's super smart guy. isn't so smart when he finds out Jesus,
0: like, it's like him and, old, him and old shitty Hercules love it. Fuck Kevin uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves all that.
2: Just fucking garbage. <laughs> Garbage made
0: by garbage people. Um, I watched a movie that came also, out. Also,
2: all the Islamic people are played by Hispanic people because I assume the directors were too afraid of actual <laughs> Islamic people. Well, 100%. <laughs> yeah. They were
0: scared of Mexicans also, but, um, they, they were choosing for them the lesser two evils. <laughs> They're like, They're like we-, we
2: really believe in your Catholic witchcraft, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we less afraid of? Mexicans or, or, or Middle Eastern? Well, and, one uh, is born a
2: terrorist. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Suck my dick. If you think that way, I hope you die.
0: <laughs> They're awful. They really yeah. are. Um, I watched a movie on Shudder that just came out last Chris. week. Well, it got released on Shudder. It came out earlier in the year and I was hearing really great things about it. I finally got put on Shudder and it's called Watcher. Did you watch Watcher? Uh, no. <laughs> so Watcher... Watcher is a, uh, really good film. It's, um uh, kind of like a Hitchcockian, um, uh, about a, uh, this girl played by, well, let me bring up, uh, first of all, it's directed by Chloe Okuno. This is her, I think her first feature length, uh, directed film, but she, we've already seen something by her, uh, in, VHS 94, she did the first segment. Oh, okay. What was that thing? Fucking Rata. Yeah, that was thing?
2: a good one. The Rat King thing?
0: Yeah, R- Ratiga or Rata, whatever the fucking... That one was cool. <laughs> yeah, so she wrote and directed this movie, and it stars uh, Micah Monroe, who people know best as the lead actress from The Guest, or um, It Follows. She's uh, quite the screen queen. She has a lot of- Most of her movies are thrillers or horror films. Um, and her and her husband move to Romania because he gets a job over there. And when they move into the apartment... Vampires. Uh, no. Uh, they it's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, spoilers. For, for for a second, I thought it may be because there's a part at the beginning of the film whenever she's kind of just, like, explore Romania by herself that she buys, like, a little... Dracula figurine for her husband. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. right, this is a foreshadowing. This will be a vampire. Spoiler, it's not. Um, but, uh, they're in the apartment and the apartment's had these like big windows and she can't sleep the first night. So she goes up to the window and across the way, the building right across the <laughs> way, bless you, there's a man watching inside of their home. The watcher. <laughs> yeah, he's watching, but you know, it's one of these movies where it's like, is he actually? and she's like super paranoid and it's a great movie about female anxiety about like, <laughs> what is that? Is that you watching? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, it's this is great film about female anxiety and like being gaslit. Like, you know, it's not like Rosemary's baby or like any other countless like female anxiety horror films. And it's shocking and twist. Cause of course it's very much like kind of like we're a window. And, um, uh, you know, she starts walking around Romania. It's also interesting because she's in a place where there is a language barrier. She doesn't know Romania. Her husband knows, though. So she a she's piece of shit in the movie. Uh, you could probably guess the answer to that. Yes. Well,
2: if it's about uh, gaslighting, he's probably a piece of shit. He's
0: uh, he's not the best. He's he's not he's not the worst. Like compared to like the husband of Rosemary's Baby, John Cassavetti's character, but I mean, he's oh, not yeah, he's good. Really bad. Yeah.
1: I mean it's um, just the devil. Oh, hold on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actor. I am a sparkling actor. Look how look how much I put in my art. What a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, um it's really good. It's uh, the thing about though. watching it watching Watcher is I was shocked at how much it's like toolbox murders.
1: Oh really? Like the new yeah, one? It reminded
0: me, it reminded me a lot of the remake of Toolbox Murders. They just cause watch it so soon because it's everything that that remake of Toolbox Murders wanted to be.
2: Oh, okay. So it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because it's a couple that move into a new apartment complex. There's something weird happening. It seems like women are getting stalked because there's a serial killer on the loose in this film. That's Old why she. a man. Magazine that he was in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that doesn't happen, but uh uh you know there she's alone, her husband's working a lot. she feels like some people are getting killed off. It's this whole thing about female anxiety and not getting believed and every time like you know something's going on with her like next door neighbor at one point um where she thinks that she's gonna become a victim, and she feels like she's getting stalked around It is so similar to the general like gist of what toolbox murders is <laughs> that you think I couldn't help but think about how much Toby Hooper, then were like, Oh, this is a movie we were trying to make. <laughs> it like, would
1: well, be easier for him to do
2: that if he wasn't dead. <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, are saying it from the afterlife now, you know, because I mean, the afterlife is different now since Jesus got shot and was like crucified. so.
2: Yeah, now we're just ghosts. We go, <laughs> straight to, we go straight to ghosts instead of heaven or hell because Jesus was shot by a marine. <laughs> exactly. And uh, it didn't matter because he didn't say that thing about, like, Father, forgive them because they shot him too quick, so none of our sins are forgiven. And you're exactly. a 2,000-year-old, and I'm a fucking idiot, and the earth is flat.
0: I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, uh Watcher. It's great. It's uh Hell Watcher. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh fuck you. Okay. But um <laughs> it's, it's good. It's on, on Twitter right now. It's nine six minutes long. It's um another great horror movie that's been released this year. Um uh, pretty strong year for horror films Get released uh theatrically um yeah. going to screaming. Um, and the other big movie I watch is I went and saw 3,000 Years of uh, Yearning.
2: Oh, I was wondering if that was any good. The gin-
0: yeah, I'm, I'm upset. I'm, yeah, it's a gin movie um, starring Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. And it's directed by George Miller, which is kind of baffling me that people aren't talking more about it because, I mean, George Miller, who directed the Mad Max films. And uh, Babe in the City. <laughs> Pig in the City.
1: <laughs>
0: and Witches of Eastwick. But, I mean, really, his most important film is um, Babe, Pig in the City. Of None course. of Mad Max films. But, you know, after Fury Road, this is the first movie he's put out is Fury Road. And, you know, he decided to do this in between Fury Road and doing Furiosa, which he's currently shooting. Um, Fury I think Highway. Huh?
2: Fury Interstate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Mad Max, Fury Road, Pig in the City. <laughs> 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 but you think that with how much people have like George Miller's dick in their mouth when Fury Road came out, that's like, oh, George Miller's putting out a new movie. We should be excited for it. He's like one of these directors that always has like an interesting vision for film. And nobody's talking about it. <laughs> but no, I was curious about it, man. I thought it's a, I think it's a great fairy tale of a film. It's a movie about, uh, Till Swinton is a, um she is a novelist and a, uh, literature scholar, and she goes overseas to a writing, um, a writing convention thing, seminar, and, uh, and she's, I think she's doing like a bit of a, a tour, a seminar tour,
1: uh, mm-hmm. but in
0: the Middle East, right where Jesus got shot, um, <laughs> on, the, on holy ground, <laughs> and, uh, while well, she's walking around the a, a bizarre. Um, she finds she just happens to find this little glass bottle. Gets back to her hotel room. Boom! There's a gin in it, played by Idris Elba, and uh, and she's like, kind of bitter. She's a divorcee. She's like, I'm fine being alone. I just love my books and being smart. And he's like, all I need you to do is do some fucking wishes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let me just grant your wishes. That's my purpose. Like, every I didn't time ask.
2: About- I didn't ask you that.
0: <laughs> yeah, every time I'm about to grant somebody three wishes, something always goes wrong. It's usually because I fall in love in some way. Um, so it shows, like, every time over 3,000 years, each time he's been captured in the bottle. And, you know, with it being a gin film, and it's brought up as well by Tillswin, since she's a literary scholar, being like, well, genies, uh, with gin, you guys are always, like, usually trying to trick people into making wishes, and there's always, like, there's always a caveat to everything, right? Because um with every tell about making wishes, there's all it's always a morality tell. Like any gin story, the monkey's palm, anything, there's always a twist at the end, right? So you're always like, oh well, is, is it just Alba genie that we can trust or what? And so there's always kind of that in the back of your mind. <clears throat> but I think that pretty quickly can tell, spoilers that that he's fine. <laughs> because he's telling you all these stories about like love that he's had over like these thousands of years and stuff. It's really sweet. I think it's a great fairy tale of a film. It of course is beautifully shot. It's a great like fantasy film with a lot of creativity, a lot going on. And George Miller's in his fucking 70s and he's still making these extremely interesting uh, visual films with just a sense of whimsy that a lot of directors can't really capture right now. So I think it's really very much worth the watch. I was kind of surprised that more people aren't talking more highly of it because I think it's got like 70% on Ron Tomatoes right now which I think deserves higher than that He gets at least an 80% film alright so I like it a lot 3,000 years of yearning is worth the watch um the other than that I've just been kind of watching anything else but just watch a lot of stuff uh on TV got fucking Wicked World that whenever I went to um yeah you showed me that (laughs) I still haven't seen that but if I it's bad people who did things Well it's directed by Barry J. Gillis, who is the star of things. So it can't be bad. Huh?
2: It can't be bad.
0: Oh yeah, no way. I think it may be worse than things. I don't know. Like everything I've seen from it, it's uh it's pretty baffling. So <laughs> it's a lot. Um uh, but yeah, I think that's all I got on that. Anything else? Nope. Alright, well, I guess that brings us to our main topic. Trailer
1: time!
0: Trailer time!
2: Before I introduce it to the others.
1: Don't dare
0: laugh at me! All right. Don't go in the house. Okay. Don't don't do it, Blaze. I won't. Uh nineteen eighty. Um I, I, I can't call it a slasher. Well I'll get to that in a second. It's it's labeled For psychological <laughs> It's a psychological horror film. Okay. Um that's what it's classified as. Which I think makes more sense, because, I mean, yeah, it has some slasher elements. There's some spectral this, shit to it too though. There there is a supernatural element to it. Um, but why I say that is because this movie was released, I think, before, um, I think the same year, but before Friday the 13th, oh. which in my mind, and we've talked about this before is like, there's always an argument about like, what was the first slasher? Which is, I always find a stupid argument, mm. um, <laughs> uh, and my, my opinion is unpopular because I think that the first proper slasher, like how we look at slashers now is probably Friday the 13th. Like, I think that things like Black Black Christmas and Halloween and, like, Parts of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Peeping Tom and Psycho all were, like, kind of building. Yeah. And some of those 1960, like, Giallo films, like, from Mario Bava and stuff, I think that that was all kind of building to what we expected as a slasher. But I think the first one that got the formula as we know it is probably the first Friday the 13th. That's the one that added more sex and more violence and, like, more of a rhythm of victims while the other films feel almost more like suspense and kind of like a slow burn. Thrill. This is not
2: a slow burn.
0: <laughs> well, the, actually, the original title of this movie was The Burning.
2: Oh, or, wonder why that didn't work out.
0: <laughs> yeah, or The Burning Man, Uh, which is actually, Burning is a way better title than No Go in the House because it makes way more sense with this movie. Um uh, is directed and co-written by Joseph Ellison, Um uh, who wrote it along with, uh, an Ellen Hamill and a Joe Mansfield. Uh, Joseph Ellison only put out one other movie. I think it's called Joey or Tony or some, some shit. <laughs> it's called some, some. Joni. <laughs> yeah, Joni. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, and this is, um, is filmed in the, uh, historic Strauss mansion there in, uh, New Jersey. Um, which is a uh uh that's part of the Atlantic Highlands Historical Society. Uh that was the headquarters of it. Oh really? Yeah. And they just had become abandoned right before they started shooting. Um, the movie stars um uh the movie stars um Dan Grimaldi. And I know Dan Grimaldi best from the Sopranos. Um he plays Philly and uh Patrick or Pat Parisi, uh, on the Sopranos plays twins. Even though one of the twins gets killed like right at the beginning of the second season. Uh I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, by Tony's crew. But uh Philly is still like um I think it's Philly. Um is still very close to Tony, but he always suspects that Tony had something to do with the murder of his brother. Um but he actually just stays throughout the whole series and get whacked or anything. But his brother does <laughs> Whacked <laughs> um,
1: off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um and this movie is very New Jersey. This is like one of those Northeastern like horror films uh that very much a, a Jersey or New York kind of feel to it. It feels very northeastern. <laughs> Yeah,
2: we all work in the factory.
0: Yeah, they all, they all work. all don't have enough factory. You worked at, at what they refer to as an incinerator. They just work at an Except incinerator. I'm like, what,
2: what, what is your main job? Like, incinerating. What? Like,
0: <laughs> and, and um, Don't Go in the House is the heartwarming story of a man and his mother um, who horribly abused them as a child, and now he's a wackadoo.
1: He now sure is. Uh,
0: He's old wackadoo. uh, Mother,
2: I've got your tea.
0: Yeah. Um, So, where should we start with this film? Um, I'll have other trivia as we kind of go along. Well, I think we
2: start at the beginning, at the incinerator.
0: Uh, Sure.
2: So, we're at the incineration factory, Mm -hmm. uh, where they are incinerating... Whatever they incinerate. I mean, I'm sure that's probably a thing. And it's probably for like, materials that you can't like put in a landfill or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'm just making guesses because I don't know the answer, folks. Uh, I don't also, have all months the months answers. Years. Jesus was shot. <laughs>
0: so. Why, whenever that happened, we lost all the answers in life. If Jesus was assassinated instead of crucified. Um, if he but, was uh, said a
2: set of God, he could have stopped those bonus. <laughs> he sure
0: could have. Um, I forgot to mention, we should mention this before we go on any further. People want to watch this movie before we talk about it. Um, it is fairly easy to find and free on most things. I think it's free yeah, on,
1: and it's a, it's a good
2: movie. Like it's yeah. not like,
0: it's not like our normal, like
2: this is so bad. We like,
0: no, no, I like this one. Um, it's free on Amazon Prime, uh, through FreeVee. Um, so it's also free on FreeVee if you just want to go straight there. Um, also free on Tubi and I think Pluto as well. Um, all of them, you're just going to have to watch it with commercials, which is fine. But yeah, if you want to watch the movie before we talk about it, cause the last few times I said that at the end, <laughs> we already talked about the film. This one, if you want to stop this, watch it and come back, you can find it for free on anything. But if not, yeah. we're just going to talk about it with full spoilers. So. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. So here we are,
2: incinerating things that need incineration. <laughs> and, uh, one of the men doing it somehow, uh, catches fire.
0: And, he, he doesn't somehow catch fire. What oh, happens what? is he, there's an aerosol can inside the incinerator. Oh, it blows
2: up. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. And he's trying to, he's trying to shovel it out. But for some reason, uh, the shovel's not anywhere near the can. <laughs> He's That's taking a true. really long fucking time trying to get this aerosol can out of the incinerator, but uh, he runs out of time and just blows up.
2: Yeah, and it, so he's caught on fire, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, go help him!" And then our friend, the uh, the, I guess the antagonist of the story,
1: mm-hmm.
2: is Donnie. just Donnie's just standing there watching him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, They finally pat him out and they're like, What the fuck? Like, why didn't you? Why did you put him out? And they're like, They hurt that poor flame. Like, that poor flame. He didn't need to get patted
1: out.
0: He starts saying a whole bunch of crazy things.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, after that, uh, we go
2: to. Which, um, uh Bobby asking um, Donnie if he wants to, you know. Bobby seems to be like the only person who's trying to help Donnie.
0: Well, uh, real quick, um, yes, we'll talk about Bobby in just a second. I just want to say that Dan Grimaldi, um, I've just read, he didn't have to audition for the part at all. Um, he was in a play at the time called uh, an off Broadway play called Mama's Little Angels. And uh Joseph Ellison liked him so much. Um him and the producers, they saw the play like multiple times they were like, Hey, we want this guy as a star of our film. So they got Dan Grimaldi to be in the, uh, in the film. So he didn't have to try out for the role of Donnie. They already knew who they wanted. Um, also we aren't the only person, people that like this movie. Um, Quentin Tarantino is a fan of this film. He showed at his first film fest in 96. Hmm. Well, good. Yeah. He's got a good taste in feet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um. Yes So we follow Donnie back home After you know everyone's like You're a fucking idiot Like you're a piece of shit And then Bobby's like Don't let him get you upset There Donnie Like I still think You're a regular person somehow <laughs> And uh, so Donnie goes home and he's like, Mother, we'll have some tea for you. I'm making chamomile because you've had trouble sleeping. And he goes and brings the tea to his mama. And
1: she's dead. <laughs> 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 and, uh...
0: Yeah. All well, right, I well first of all, first of all, Bobby, for some reason... Like wants to build a friendship with Donnie. Unexplainable throughout the whole film. I mean, Bobby, if he wasn't such a piece of shit, as we'll find out later. Yeah, uh, like, morally, he's a pretty
2: good uh, guy. If that wasn't part of it.
0: Yeah, um, he's he's he is he is a saint. If it wasn't for the thing, because he is really trying here. Uh, yeah. So Donnie goes home. Like you said, his mama's dead. Uh, she is just, seems like she died of old age. I don't know. Probably. Um, and he's standing there, and he's like, Mom, no! And all of a sudden, a voice starts talking to him. Out of the ether, a voice starts talking to him. Is this something supernatural, or is it all in its head?
1: You
2: are Master and, of
0: Flame. Master Flame. Yeah. It's like you're Master of Flame. Hey, uh, fuck your mom, how about you just go and do what you've always wanted to do if she was dead? And he's like, you know what? You're right. So what's the first thing he does? He goes to his record player and starts blaring disco music <laughs> loudly. And then he jumps up on a on a uh, nice chair that's and there. And sits the, on
2: it and smokes a cigarette.
0: He does not sit on it at first. He stands on it and is yeah, jumping on it. Yeah, he stands
2: on, on it and then he sits on it.
0: He starts jumping on it like a little kid. And then he sits down and was like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Which we've already seen that he kind of freaks out around Flames. But uh, he's able to light the cigarette fine.
2: Yeah, really strange how he's like... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, that's a pen. It's a pen.
0: <laughs> this is a pen that you bought me. This is my oh, exorcist. the Exorcist one? No. Yeah. A neat pen. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, Master uh, yeah, also, the best thing about... That guy, whose name was Ben, who got caught on fire, I forgot to take a note of it. They got that caught on fire at the incinerator, they're like, Hey, Ben, you still, uh, you want to come to the bar after work? Because they're all northeastern, so that's all the they sound. <laughs> and yep. he's like, ah, I fucking can't, I gotta take my goddamn kid to the doctor. And then, uh, he blows up, and then I, I took a note where I'm like, taking him, himself, and his kid to the doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Both going to the doctor. You still there, Rocky? Rocky? Yeah. You uh you
0: froze. Sorry. Oh, am I coming Did through? Can you me? go back a couple minutes? Yeah. Um So yeah, Donnie is at his house, uh, living it up. He's living it up. Uh it, Listen to loud disco music. This is we're still in the transition phase of disco. Not you know, going is, to work. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is in nineteen seventy nine. Disco was still a thing. And disco inferno. There you go. That's what they should name this movie, Disco Inferno. That, <laughs> would, good.
2: that would have been a good name <laughs> for this.
0: Um Uh and he's he's hopping around on the furniture, jumping around like a fucking kid, smoking cigarettes until what happens? He does he hear his another mom voice?
1: calls out, "Donnie,
0: yeah.
2: don't you do that?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh God, mom, I'm sorry." And he's like, "Wait a minute, you're dead." And then he starts burning her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, is that is that what he's doing? Like, is he just using like a match or whatever? You just see the yeah, shadows
2: slowly burning his mom's body.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cause she's pretty charcoal. Either, either she's super charred or his mom is also racist and she's doing blackface. So something, I don't know.
2: Something what horrible is happening either way.
0: Yeah, I mean, which either one is, is, is believable also because in a flashback we see that she was an awful abusive person that would burn him on the stove whenever he would misbehave. Right. And so this whole movie is actually kind of interesting because I think it's a interesting, um, I don't know if it's excessively like deep dive into, it, but I think as an interesting thing of um, the story is kind of told through the backdrop of being about child abuse. Yeah, and that's what that'll fuck up your kid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, there's definitely something that that's a through line, especially like with the ending of this film, where that's kind of like the message of the movie. Yeah, but continue on. So
2: Donnie is not coming into work. <laughs> He tells Bobby, like, hey, please tell them I'm not going to be in tomorrow. And I'm like, man, wouldn't that be nice if that's how work worked now? You could be like, hey, buddy, could you tell them I'm not coming in today? Right. And then be like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) But, um...
0: He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go tell them. They'll be fine with it. Even though our boss Vito, he wants to fucking kill you.
2: And then he gets really strange and he's like, I'm going to go to the flower shop. And it's like, why? like, <laughs> Why do you want to... Or wait, no, he goes, and get, goes to the camping store first.
0: He, he's so, trying to go to the camping. He, he goes by the camping store first, but they're closed. But the flower store next door is open.
1: Right.
2: And uh, so when he goes in, he finds this giant... Which I don't really understand why that suit, like the incinerator suit, is at a camping supply store. Right, yeah. But it is... And also a bunch of knives and guns, which don't really come into use.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the asbestos suit in the movie, uh Dan Grimaldi kept that suit after after shooting. He still has it. Oh,
2: really? It. Does he still have it?
0: Yeah. Is I he dead? So. No, he's alive. Right. I'll buy the suit. <laughs> Will you kill him so he can take it? Just like his twin. <laughs> hey, Dan Grimaldi, come on the show. We, we challenge you the octagon. <laughs> Um,
2: so, where were we? Yeah, so he goes in and, and, uh, he sees the flower shop open next door. And he creepily, you know, this lady obviously has it closed. And he's just, like, knocking he's like, hey! Hey! It's like, dude, it's closed, you fucking moron. He's like, like, my mom, she's really sick. My mom's really sick. Can I get her some flowers for my sick mom? She's so <laughs> fucking sick. Like And she's like, Oh, it's for your sick mom. Okay. And then he wait he gets the flowers and he stands there and he's like, Yeah, she'll love these and then just keeps standing there and she's like, Alright, good night. <laughs> like you like,
0: fucking go now.
2: She's like, oh, okay. So, uh, not creepily at all, he's waiting outside in his truck, and, uh, she walks out and some guys start catcalling her, which, uh, turns out, uh, would not be the worst part of her night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If this might get any worse, just wait. (laughs) It sure can. And
2: he sees them cat calling him, he's like Oh um how about I give you a ride? Like you live right past my house. Like I'll just yeah, we'll do that and I'll I'll just drop these off to my mom on the way. It'll just be a second. He's like, oh, okay, like, we'll do that. As long as you get me away from these people, I think they might try and kill me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, wow, that would be really weird, wouldn't that it? That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, pulls on his collar, man, it's hot in here. <laughs>
1: it's
0: getting hot in here?
2: <laughs> it will be. <laughs> so, he, uh, he drives there, and in the creepiest way possible, he's like, Oh, you know what? Will you come in and meet my mom? Person I've never met before. She would get, get a real get kick, a kick out, of out, of <laughs> out of it. No, I don't want to do that. Please. Please. Like, please come in and meet my mom. She's sick. She would get a kick out of it. And eventually she goes, Okay. And you're like, No. Don't go in the house they <laughs> um, so gets there, and then he like comes down and he's he's like, oh, she's not coming down. she's too sick. I'm gonna have to call the doctor, hold on, hello, doctor. This is Donnie." Donnie need help, Mama
0: <laughs> And his fingers on the uh his fingers on the Yeah his um, fingers on the receiver thingy. The, yeah, the the whatever you call it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well you cell phones now. I don't know what this ancient technology is. She's like, <laughs>
2: okay, well how about and he's like just wait till the doctor comes checks her out and then uh <laughs> excuse me. And then uh After doctor checks her out, I'll take you home. And she's like, no, I'll call a cab. And he gets really fucking weird about it. And eventually he's like, yes, you may call a cab. (laughs) And then while she's calling a cab, he picks up what I assume is some sort of lamp or vase. Yeah. Some metal object. It just
0: bashes in the fucking head.
2: Bashes her in the head. And then she wakes up. In the nude, in a wall with metal sheets, or, I mean a room with metal sheets on the walls, mm-hmm. hanging naked. And here comes Donnie, <laughs> <laughs> with his fancy little suit and a flamethrower. Covers mm-hmm. her in gasoline, and boom.
0: I'm going to watch an edited version, because that's, that's, this scene got in a lot of trouble whenever it came out. Uh-huh. Um, the scene I watched though is that you don't see her burn like you just see it kind of like you see like everything kind of happens in like shadow on the wall oh no
2: no no I have the DVD copy and uh, it shows her
0: burning do, do, do you see her breasts in that one also yep. okay okay so I definitely watched the one where it doesn't show that because it kept on cutting to where you just see like from her like collarbone up and like her arms and stuff. I'm just. Well, like, you're lucky yeah.
2: because seeing her breasts ruined my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this attractive. If only Jesus though. wasn't
2: shot before he was crucified, <laughs> I would have been forgiven for this.
0: <laughs> they were all just ghosts. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, this movie. Um, that scene was very. Um, was that scene was very uh, on fire controversial um, <laughs> yeah, it was very controversial um, and showing him uh, that this movie actually surprisingly did not make the video nasty list
1: really
2: that's surprising
0: yeah yeah so those, um,
2: those crumpy eating fucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, this everything one not, is
0: snooty-asshole. <laughs> especially when we talk about movies that aren't as bad um, that did make the video nasty list. Uh, but this one did not. This one did not make the video nasty list. Close, but didn't. Um, but continue.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, he has this uh, new uh, trend of
2: uh, putting the burned corpses in his mom's dresses.
0: And, uh. Cause of course he did. He does serial killer type behavior.
2: Yeah. So he's noticing, uh, like spectral images of his mother and voices still coming through and he, uh, ends up going and... Was it the grocery store lady next or was
0: it... No, next is the lady that's broken down on the side of the road.
2: Right. And then they just kind of, he goes through a string of like like, montage of kidnapping burning people.
0: Yeah, but it's only a couple of people more. Um, he picks yeah. her up and's like, hey, you want me to give you a drive to the next gas station? And she's like, sure, give me a drive to the next gas station. Oh, I would
2: love that, mister.
0: It's like, man, it's hot out here today. And he's like, oh, you just fucking wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the next lady is at the... Uh, Let at, me see that 8. Clam. <laughs> the, the, the next lady is at a convenience store or a, uh, a bodega of some sort and uh, he's being super creepy and the guy that's working the store is like hey can you fucking stop <laughs> and he's like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry you've got and, a motherfucking
1: problem
0: then I don't think it shows how she gets in the car but she ends up dead So,
2: yeah, and in his mom's dress and then he sees uh Ghastly image of his mom in the mirror behind him. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, and she's like, "This shit's hot."
2: Yeah, <laughs> just, she comes back to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
2: so after this, I think it. Yeah, it was at this point he was like. I need to go see the priest because my mom is coming back to haunt me and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So he runs to the church to go see the priest that he stopped going to see and he was trying to steal some holy water to put on her thinking that would fix the issue. <laughs> and uh, the priest is like, you don't have to steal holy water. You can just have it. And it's like, if you've ever been to a Catholic church, they will charge you for that <laughs>
1: <laughs> the church
2: uh, they're like we have to make these funds somehow after Jesus was shot
0: uh, <laughs> we had to pay for our sins meaning you had to pay me for holy water because <laughs> nobody died for our sins he got assassinated before you got crucified <laughs>
2: He didn't get to say "Father, forgive them," so he was like, "Yeah, fuck them!" Like
0: he <laughs> was like, "Father, for bullet goes right through his mouth."
2: <laughs> Father, for what? <laughs>
0: like, for, <laughs> <I> what <son? laughs> for what,
1: son? For what?
0: I think I was gonna say "foreign." <laughs> foreign what? Hopefully not me. Middle Easterners. Thank God Jesus wasn't one of those Middle Easterners. <laughs> Little do they
2: know. <laughs> um, correct, uh, where are we? Uh, yes, we go to the priest uh who is uh possibly the greatest actor in this film Donny the who gave you these who gave you these burns? It was my mother, <laughs> your mother, well, Donny. You must forgive those who trespass. And I was like, Are you gonna finish that? And he's like,
0: Nope. nope. <laughs> That's the only part I remember. <laughs> he was like, Your mom, she was a she was a good woman. It's like, Are you fucking shitting me?
2: <laughs> no, she ain't. She's a crispy woman. <laughs> um So yeah, so he goes. And he goes and puts the holy water on her, and he's like, that did it. I did it. I'm the greatest. But then he's also like, you know, but the priest said I'd be happy and at peace if I stopped doing, following my urges, so I'm going to go call Bobby because Bobby wants to have a coffee, and I can talk to Bobby, and we can forget about these past few murders. And, uh because nobody's investigating them, apparently.
0: Three women. Nobody cares. There's, there's not a cop character in this movie. No, not
2: one. <laughs> They're yeah, just like, no hey, it's you, officer. Jersey.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no police officers going around being like, yeah, oh, these women have been disappearing. Um, this guy was harassing this lady in the uh, store. Nothing. Even, They're taking the parking
2: team to the devils.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where the fuck was I? I keep losing place. Fucking. I'm, like, not awake yet, I guess. Uh, fucking. Yeah,
0: priest, yeah, he got done talking to the priest. He goes to bless his mom and, and all the corpses. He's keeping the corpses in his mom's dress in a room, the three of them together. Yeah. And so. He says a whole bunch of weird shit to him. Like, I'll leave the
2: light on if you behave.
0: He has a bunch of expository dialogue about, like, oh. It's like, we had, you had to be good girls, or like, where the fuck? I don't know. Crazy shit. Yeah, it's not a stupid shit. So, yeah. next day, he's at the dock, and he's like, I'm going to
2: call Bobby. Bobby!
0: Oh, Donnie! I can't believe you reached out to me! How about that? And he's like, hey, can we. Bobby try to reach out to him. Like Every time. Coming back to his job a couple times, and he keeps acting where Bobby's like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't need juice. I don't need juice. We ain't. It, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> we ain't talking anymore. And then he's, he's like, like, My mom's oh, sick. He's like, and he's like, Sotty. Oh, no.
2: Like, your mom's sick. Oh. Ah. Yeah. And, uh. So he calls him and he's like, I would like to go see a movie with you, Bobby. And he's like, Oh, man, no, I got a better idea. You're going to come see these two girls that I'm going to cheat on my wife with. And you're going to get one of and these. His wife fresh is in the room.
0: next room. His wife is literally. We see her go right into the next room. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck like, my wife. I thought of that we'll, we'll work in the weakest shift, but I'm going to go and, and bang these brides. <laughs> yeah. And, I was uh, like, Adani, Bobby,
2: you seemed like an okay guy
1: before.
0: <laughs> yeah, Donnie. Adani, and Donnie's like... I'd rather just go to a movie and then talk about talk about our feelings and stuff. And he's like, "What are you? One of them gays? (laughs) What do you want to
2: do? Hold hands? (laughs) I'd rather go bang (laughs) chips. Yeah, (laughs) give me that moth cabbage." (laughs) (laughs) Um. So Donnie goes and finds this guy who helps him pick out the perfect disco suit, and he actually does look quite charming in it. He
0: goes, yeah, he goes to the suit store where the guy that vaguely looks like David Bowie <laughs> helps him. <laughs> and, um, Hello! Are you looking for a suit for the disco?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you're going to just to dance? <laughs> um... And uh, he's, we have plenty of fashions for you to try. <laughs> he's immediately able to guess his size just by looking at him. He's like, oh, you're 15 and a half. He's like, yeah.
1: Yes. I yes. <laughs> I have uh, a huge cock.
0: <laughs> but the best part of him being at that store is a part where there's a guy, there's another guy working in the store.
1: Oh, he has
0: her shoes? Yeah, he has her shoes, and the guy looks back with the best <laughs> look. <laughs> like, it is such a problem for him to do that. Or it's like, Jesus Christ, it's just my job. Like, he looks back with this look of this stain on his face like, fucking shoes?
2: Oh, so now I gotta stop putting the shoes in places to go grab some shoes?
0: I wrote shoes. Write, write his name down. I wrote his name down. Al. Of course it's Al. <laughs> He's like, hey Al, can you get me some shoes? He's like, fucking hey. <laughs> <wicked fucking> <laughs> I hate this
2: goddamn job. I wish I'd worked at the incinerator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wish I could incinerate this fucking jab.
2: <laughs> so off we go. Donnie's at the disco.
0: He's at the disco. And uh and Bobby is like, Hey, there's this Donnie. Uh, look, I got these two these two chicks with me. Uh, this ah,
2: they're great, yeah.
0: This is Susie and Betty, or whatever the names are. And they're definitely not my wife, which is the best part. It's like, you're married. like, oh, shut up. No. <laughs> and they they go dancing, and it's very disco-y. And Donnie's there talking to one lady who's very much flirting with them.
2: Yeah, very much. And she's like, do you want to dance? He's like, no. Yeah. I, I don't dance. I Like, that nice. guy hates dancing at a club worse than me. And you've <laughs> seen me. Like, I do not want to dance. Like, my... <laughs> My old lady tries to get me to dance and Rocky's seen it. I'll I'll I will put my hand on her chest. I'll say
0: no. <laughs> Shake your head. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh uh while while they're sitting there talking, was talking to this lady, a guy walks up randomly and uh, she introduces them and they walks off and he's like, Oh he's like, Who who's that? She's like, Oh, that's my brother he's like, oh, okay. She's like, come on, let's dance. And he's like, no, no, thank you. And she and goes, then down she And then she starts dancing. trying to pull him
2: into dancing.
0: Yeah. Another guy asked her to dance, but he like fucked off pretty quick. And then she, yeah, she's like, intense. she's into Donnie for some reason. Yeah. She's like, like,
2: do you mind if I go dance with him? And Donnie's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. Go
1: dance.
0: And, uh, and, uh, she goes back to Donnie and she's trying to like coerce him. Like he's sitting on a table up on a, on a landing. And uh, she's like on the dance floor, you know, and so she puts her hand over like the, the, the guard rail and is grabbing his hands like, come on, like, come on down. Like, let's go and dance or whatever. But it
2: remember, it's over a candle. So it's yeah, like, reminds him put him his arms ready. over the stove.
0: Yeah. And so he immediately freaks out, takes a candle and just throws she it at her. She
2: in her face, catches her goddamn hair on fire.
0: And he just walks off, and everybody's like, holy shit! And they're all helping him. Bobby's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Donnie? And, uh, of course, uh, her, her brother is definitely not happy about it, and chases him out of the parking lot, and beats the living fuck out of him. Uh, beats the living fuck out of Donnie. Which
2: somebody had needed to do to Donnie for a while. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, so he, that, that ass whooping was, was he for a He should have been
2: bullied more. Like,
0: <laughs> His mom should have abused him way more than she did.
2: She should have not let him make it to his age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a comfortable 45 at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she, uh, uh, so he gets the shit beat out of him, uh, and then, uh, he's able to get away and, um her brother goes back there and Bobby and the girls are going now and the girls all crying and stuff. And he's like, Hey, your friend, your friend, he's dead. I see him. He's dead. Your friend, he's alive right now, but just doesn't realize that he's actually dead because Jesus got assassinated, so we're all actually dead. <laughs> and
2: um, <laughs> We were never forgiven. There's no afterlife. It's
0: exactly. over.
2: Yeah, And so... Uh, <laughs> because of the Islamic people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was Islamic salamis. And, um... And, uh... uh also, this is the scene I was referencing. Cops aren't called. There's not even a cop nope, here. No like, cops. No cops. You're like, oh, my God, something got lit on fire at the local disco, which is, like, a pretty happening place. Let's go and figure out what's going on. No, no cops. Not, 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 not even a fire truck. Nothing. <laughs> um, so, what happens next?
1: Well, after that... Um Donnie goes out, and...
0: He's driving and, back home. Yeah, he's driving back home.
2: And he's like, the, the little voices come back, and they're like, yeah, you know, go fuck shit up, you know. Hey.
1: You want to yeah. kill, yeah. You wanna kill, kill women? And
2: he's like, I should resist. And then women show up, and he's like, never mind. <laughs> um, The two drunk girls uh who are like, well, "We need a ride to the next bar and we can't find a cab." And he's like, "I can
1: take you to the next bar. It's right by my house. It's right by my house. Come by my house." And you're like, and "No! Like, don't go <laughs> to the house."
0: They're like, "Well, this is suspicious at all. Let's get let's hop up in the uh, car. But, let's go hey, we'll buy are some in beer." The party? When
2: are we at the party at my house. And they're like, We could get a case of beer and have a party. It's like, what fucking party are you at where you can survive with one case?
0: Like (laughs) He's like, You can call all your friends. Everybody can come over. It'd be great. And you are like, right. And also, here's the thing, they they do end up at the house. But at any time they could have easily ran off. Because they do stop at a party store at some point. (laughs) Yep. Because they do pick up beer. (laughs) So at any point they could have been like, they could have Easily had like, oh wait, well, yeah, but was, at that time was, they thought
2: he was still normal.
0: Yeah, at any time they could be like, wait, this is crazy. We shouldn't go to this guy's fucking house. Like this is like a hundred red flags. They'd even bring up like, hey, you got you got beat up. Like, are you okay? And he's like, oh yeah, I got jumped by a bunch of guys and they had knives. And well, uh, I because I'm a Marine. I was a Green Beret. Which instantly the women are like, isn't Green Beret Army? And he's like. Uh, one of those other special forces thing. <laughs> Which, that doesn't even like, make a red flag to him. It's like, maybe we shouldn't. Call a cab. Go to the bar.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. Not happening. That shit was stupid. <laughs> a bunch no. of things were stupid.
0: But they end up at his house.
2: <laughs> they end up at his house. They're all looking around at the kooky stuff. And, uh, one girl. Goes into a room with Donnie and you hear screaming. And that's it. And then you see the other girl looking for her friend. And as this is going on, we have Bobby, friend of the year, <laughs> running to the priest to be like, Father McGarity, Father McGarity, aye. <laughs> He's like, Donnie's off doing some shit, and we gotta get... You're the only one who can talk sense to him. He's like, okay, I will grab my coat. (laughs) Like, yeah, I must forgive those who trespass at my door at this hour of night. Jesus is dead. (laughs) And uh, so they go over there. They're like, Donnie, Donnie, you know. You better... Where are you? We can help you. Somebody's trying to kill you. And then they open a room and they find the room where one girl's hanging and the other girl is on the floor crying. And thank goodness they are both alive and not burned alive.
1: <laughs> wait, Donnie, wait, wait, wait.
2: at this time. Well, hey, guess what? Police officers are actually in this part <laughs> like, at the very people, end.
0: This is the thing, by the way. I want to bring up because they make note of it. Shouldn't that house smell fucking terrible? Should people, like, would right think- when you walk through the front door be like, what the fuck? Because there's, like, charred bodies Yeah, in just the house. there, too. Multiple ones, like, would smell terrible. Like, you would immediately be like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, leave.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, so as they're, like, realizing all these horrible things Donnie has done, uh Donnie runs off to the room with the charred bodies, and he's
1: like, yeah, you all
2: you suck or whatever and then they're like you lied to us and they stand up and they're just like what they're like you lied to us you told the priest and i was like "Whoa, well, oh boy what did he lie about like i'm still like not getting that part <laughs> like you told the priest told him what like you got the, the holy water what was the lie here and uh so they all come back as zombies and they uh set the room on fire and they're holding Donnie and Donnie gets away from them but then as soon as he's about to go through the door in comes linebacker burnt mom and tackles him into the fire
0: <laughs> mean. mean joe green me <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh yeah so then the police actually show up for once they're like man too bad we didn't know about this shit earlier. <laughs> Probably could have stopped some of these people from being burnt alive. <laughs> it's like, yeah, didn't they call in a missing person? Like, um, you know, couples getting arguments. like uh, It's still a real reason to follow that lead. <laughs> like, yeah, but after being burnt, they're darker. Darker!
1: I'm
0: coming! I'm gonna <laughs> oh, now now that's a problem. So, like, yeah. oh no, it's just white people, but they're just dark. Like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and and also the priest, the priest gets lit on fire. He gets put out. Does he survive?
2: Yeah, priest survives. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, and uh Bobby and the priest and those two young ladies, they all leave to have big old orgy. Um, Bobby's like, yeah,
1: <laughs> you
0: know, get my wife with this priest. <laughs> I'm going to fuck this priest. <laughs> I'm going to repent for shit because Jesus got shot in the head.
1: <laughs> priest is like, I guess
2: I can have sex now. Jesus is dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they have a uh, news report where they're like, oh, yeah, we found a bunch of dead bodies in this uh, fire, five five dead bodies. Also, kind of similar ending to Maniac, um, <laughs> where the victims come back alive. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but even though Maniac is mannequins that come alive randomly or whatever <laughs> uh, and, and no offense, it's a better movie like
2: Maniac's an amazing movie
0: <laughs> yeah
2: sure um, this is a good movie
0: yeah and so it ends with uh this kid he's sitting in the living room and he's watching TV he's coloring his coloring books or the fuck and his mom's like turn the TV off kid, Tony Tony goes, turn off the TV I thought he off the fucking TV. And he's just like coloring or whatever, just minding his own business. And then she just goes out there and starts beating the fuck out of this kid. She's like, I'm your fucking mother. You'll listen to me. Fuck you. Now eat your gabagool. And,
2: he's like, and then all of a sudden, you're the new master of the flame. Master of the flame.
0: Kill your mother. And he's like, all right, Chris. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: So uh, yeah, I guess I'll do what the voices say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll throw it, and I'm not gonna eat my gabagool. Fucking hate that shit. Um, and so uh, the the women that play the charred bodies aren't the actresses in the makeup. Right. Um, actually, they got three dancers because they were like skinnier, or more like uh, flexible and soft, because they wanted actresses that have more of a dancer kind of physique because when you get burnt they wanted to be skinnier than the actresses right. that did them and stuff um this of course is don't go in the house is part of the dope series of films that because around the same time uh, none of them have anything to do with each other but movies uh don't answer the phone and don't go in the woods also were released around this time which Edgar Wright parodies in Grindhouse, where he makes a trailer for a fake movie called Don't. Yeah. Which is parodying all these films. Uh um Yeah. So the Ghost of Abuse. I guess that's the bad guy. He yeah. The ghost like, hey, you getting beat up by your mom? Uh better fucking like light her on fire or something. Alright. <laughs> call 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 a Marine to shoot her in the face. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
2: If you're his real mom, you can stop these bullets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not one survivor <laughs> all right uh anything else to add? go watch it it's a good
2: it's a worth a watch.
0: yeah, we'd say check it out.
2: I say check it
0: out all right, cool. um I'd say check it out also um I think it's uh I think it's pretty good Watch the unedited version though um if you can but um yeah i guess got it. It.
2: severin films for five bucks
0: there you go oh yeah you got the dvd there that's cool yeah Thanks. from the sl awesome i got um, that
2: i got robo war
0: Bye, Bi, and birdemic and things <laughs> nice yeah that's, that's a pretty good pool and you paid like what 30 bucks <laughs> yeah for all of them yeah that's no, pretty good all right cool um that brings us to our next segment, another curation of Blazes Cabinet of Video Game Curiosities. Alright. I hear you have a video game this week. <laughs> a little I bird do. told me that uh you are not a fan of.
2: I am not, and apparently it's got good reviews that I'm looking at now and I'm like, how? Like, this game kinda of sucks. Like, like and it's weird because uh this is a game called Made of Skur. Um Skir referring to this like remote hotel that this woman you're about to marry uh is singing for because her parents own it and her mother passed away, so her father is making her stay and sing and whatever, and, uh,
1: <laughs> you get, like, a message <laughs> from
2: her, and this is, like, you know, uh, b- British Victorian times, right? and it's like,
1: oh, uh, most
2: of it, I'm just gonna call him Daniel, the guy you play, I don't give a fuck, this game sucks, and, um, she's like, oh, dear, Daniel, like, I have been trapped in this hotel, and it's because there's this song that is uh, making everybody go crazy. And, and you have to write a counter song. And it's like, what? What, <laughs> like, what the fuck is a counter song? <laughs> like like a song to combat a song? Like that's a fucking stupid concept.
0: Yeah, that sounds awful.
2: Yeah, and it's made by, like I said, it's made by people who do Don't Knock Twice. And that's a fun little horror game. So me and Paige were really excited about this one, and uh, I don't know, man, like, it looks good, like, it's a good-looking game, and the story is, like, there's this giant harmonium, like, you know what that is, a little glass, like, instrument thing, yeah, yeah. and they got these little scrolls that play on it, and one of the scrolls drives everybody insane, except your fucking wife, who's in the attic, I guess. And she's like, oh, yes, Daniel, please, I'm stuck in the attic, please, save me. And she calls you, like, there's phones throughout the fucking hotel, and she just randomly calls like, all the time, oh, goodness, Daniel, I didn't expect, I was so worried, I hadn't heard from you in so long. It's like, fucking bitch, stop calling me, I gotta get these fucking Harmonium pizzas, you idiot. Like, yeah, it's been ten
1: minutes, like... (laughs)
2: So, and for some reason, the, the way it's driven everyone crazy is that they all wear burlap sacks over their heads. That That's the monsters, people wearing burlap sacks over their heads.
0: Ooh, spooky.
2: Yeah, and there's a mechanic in the game where you're supposed to, like, avoid them. Man, I, I feel bad because I know they probably worked hard on this, but it, I I really... I mean, me, Jordan, and Paige played this game for, like, hours, and we were like, is this going to get better? (laughs) Like, this is really fucking boring. Yeah, we played it for, like, three hours, and it was just like, why did we pay for this? (laughs) Like, this this should be a free game at best. Because, like, the mechanic is, is it's like, oh, somebody's coming. Hold your breath, which seems like a cool mechanic, like... Hold your breath when somebody's coming by. If you hold your breath too long, you pass out, and then they'll find you, or you have to gasp for air, and they'll find you. But the thing is, is that they could be right fucking up on you, and then you hold your breath, and they're like, oh, disappeared, guess I'll go. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) fucking what? (laughs) Like, and then, like, no matter what you... And then you get this, like, orb that some doctor made, and you put a little tinkerture in there, and it plays a sound wave that knocks them all down. Like, it doesn't kill them, but it knocks them over, and he's like, oh, this is, this is good, uh, oh, thank goodness, this will help with my counter song. That's like, what the fuck is this game about? And then you're just trying to be like, okay, just kind of get through the game. But the phone's always going fucking off somewhere in the house, so you have to go answer it so she can fucking be like,
1: oh, I was so worried. Like,
2: It's like, fucking shut the fuck up and let me complete the mission. She just keeps calling. And you have to find the phone to continue. So it's like, oh. She's like, I'm still in the attic, just letting you know. And it's like, yeah, I fucking know. You're still in the fucking attic. Like, Jesus Christ. And I, I'm really blown away that this has positive reviews because it is a fucking
0: boring game. So how many pages would you give it?
2: Zero. I mean, uh, fucking no pages. Like, this game is like... And it sucks because, dude, if you watch the trailer for this game, you're like, oh, this looks sick. I want to play this game. This looks like a sick game. And then you start playing it and you're like, oh, this looks really good. And then, like, as soon as you see the first monster, and then you're like, okay, that's a guy with a sack over his head. And then you're like, oh, they're all people with sacks over their head. That's it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and they're driven crazy by a fucking song on a harmonium.
0: You're- well, uh let's talk about something better than that. Um, Tell me what you know about Scorn. I'm fucking waiting
2: for it, dude. It's coming out free on Game Pass. It's releasing free on Game Pass. That's awesome. So I'm fucking waiting for that shit.
0: Scorn is a game that first got announced back in 2014. And then because of crowdfunding, I think it kind of backfired and it couldn't get made. And then eventually, I think Microsoft gave them the funding they needed for it over the last couple years. And, um, it's a game that's inspired by the, um, works of HR Giger. Yeah. I think it's very Giger-ish. Um, but it's like Giger meets Lovecraft meets, like, Cronenbergian body horror, it looks like.
1: It looks it's, sick.
0: It's a first-person game that, um, uh, apparently it's not shoot 'em em up They, they want to make sure it's like, this isn't like Doom or anything like that. It's... It, Getting guns and like ammo and stuff like that is kind of sparse and it kind of reminds me a bit of like at least the first half of, uh, Bioshock. Cause it's kind of like the same thing where it's like you had to like play it smart. Just don't like start blowing everything away and stuff. Um, yeah, it looks, the graphics look awesome. Um, the music is done by, um uh, I brought it up cause I know I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, Dorde um who uh is known as Wicklus Sky as well. He did the music for Serbian film. Right. Um is doing the music for the video game. But um it seems like it's finally coming out pretty soon, yeah?
2: Yep, it sure does. Yeah. So and I'm with, I think it's this month actually, so if it does come out this month, you know, for shit's sake, I'm downloading that immediately and maybe that'll be the game next week.
0: What happened with your, uh, your killer clown beta?
2: They never messaged me back. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried, guys. I tried. Message them and threatened. <laughs> threaten.
0: Threaten them.
1: <laughs> members of Publix is
0: simple. <laughs> <laughs> It's for the public's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That brings us to our next segment, I think. Um, yeah. Another entry into mythology. Biology. All right. So, what are we pulling out of the textbook?
2: For a very fitting story... We're going to be talking about a Japanese folklore called the Onibi. Okay. Now, the Onibi is a type of atmospheric ghost light, it's described as, and they are wisps of fire that are, uh, born from corpses of humans and animals. And they are also resentful towards people that, and, uh, said to be, oh, no, they are resentful people that have died, and then become fired, uh, fire after death,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is why I thought they kind of fit the bill today, and, uh, so they would float around, and, uh, pretty much attack anyone that gets near them, uh, they also, uh, inspired things like will-o'-wisp or jack-o'-lantern, and onibi is actually the way they pronounce those in Japan, so jack-o'-lanterns are called onibis. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um so there are different types of them. There is the Asobibi, which means play fire, which they find below castles and over the seas and in mountains. And then they have Inka, which are shadow fire, which would be uh things of fire that appear with different spirits and yokai and show when they appear. And then we have Hidama, which are another type of Onibi that uh, live in kitchens behind charcoal extinguishers, and they are said to become bird-like in fire and fly around and catch everything on fire. So they look like small balls of flame that are usually blue or white. Uh, they appear in groups of 20 to 30, and they range in size from 30 centimeters 3 to 30 centimeters, and usually float around at eye level. They appear in places mostly surrounded by nature, most often during the spring and summer months, particularly on uh, rainy days. They're found all over Japan. In some areas, they manifest the faces and even voices of the victims whose life force they drained. In Okinawa, Onibi are said to take the shape of small birds like that specific one we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, they they were considered to be the identical twin of the will-o' wisp from English folklore. So apparently that folklore sort of carried over between the two countries and the will-o-wisp and the onibi are kind of the same thing, except there's different categories of onibis. Yeah.
1: So,
2: yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I thought it was fitting for the yeah, story. For sure.
0: Yeah. Put a little fire in it. Yeah.
2: A little fire under your asshole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Um, so uh that's another episode of Blade of Apples. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll be talking about something.
2: Maybe we'll do a poll again.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know, no, we should probably talk about something something fall like. Something for the something for the season. So it's something fall like? Fall-like? Yeah, something Halloween y. Halloween town. <laughs> we'll, 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 choose a couple, we'll choose a couple uh Halloween type films. Fall kind Has of Has anyone films.
2: ever reviewed Trick
0: or Treat? Oh yeah. Which is coming back to theaters. Which which is sorry, not coming back to theaters. Getting a release in theaters for the first time. Really? Yeah. I might go see it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh... No, I uh, I know Dawn of the Dead's getting a re-release that I really want to go see. Nice. The original's coming out, and I think they said they're doing it in 3D, which I was like, that would be uh, fucking fun as
0: fuck. You think? Uh, I don't know. I hate I 3D. I would do it.
2: I would do it. it other
0: they're re-releasing Jaws in 3D, I'm just like, ew. They already did <laughs> don't that. do that. Don't do that. I um, thought it
2: was talking about the movie Jaws 3D, not Jaws in 3D. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jaws in 3D. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'm just not into that gimmick. But teach their own. Dawn of the Dead just feels like a long one to get through with like 3D. I'm just like, holy oh, shit! <laughs> it's not well, they have
2: it way. also playing in not 3D, so I'm like, I would rather just go see. Like, I would mean, just be cool to see Dawn of the Dead in theaters.
0: Yeah. Funny. Oh yeah. No doubt. Um but yeah, next week we'll uh we'll have something uh for sure. I don't know what, but it'll be a thing. Drop your pen. You dropped your face, fuck you.
1: Uh,
0: I had a stroke. Uh, <laughs> 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 My stroke. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you want to get a a hold of us before that though, with questions, comments, concerns, requests, whatever, you can reach us at email which is bladedapplespod at gmail.com or you can reach us on the Instagram, which is bladedapplespodcast. Um, uh, we love hearing from you guys. You work at Publix, so you say hi there and be like, Hey, come, come over here. will make you a sub and be like, all right. I'll be right over. <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, uh, Shout out to Stephan Mize, as usual, for doing our artwork. Follow him on Instagram under Stephan Mize or at Crawling Panther Tattoo Parlor. He's an awesome guy. Amazing tattoo artist. Um and thanks to Blaze for editing the episode and uh, being a great co-host and all that. Um, yeah. That's that's all I got. All right. <laughs> See you, you later, <laughs> fuckers. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, remember every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly, you fuckers. Toodaloo. Bye.